You want to make mom smile this Mother's Day? You can start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brands she loves delivered the very same day with DoorDash. Wow, that's a great idea. Moms are such a gift to us and we should treat them the same way with gifts, especially on Mother's Day. I didn't know DoorDash was doing that. That's exceptional. If your mom has a sweet tooth or if she's a tech enthusiast, beauty connoisseur, if she's outdoorsy, no matter what she's into, you can make her smile with a fruit or flower bouquet, makeup, tech gear, workout wear, and more, all deliverable through DoorDash. Get all your Mother's Day gifts all in one place and get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 or more on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with code THEO. That's T-H-E-O. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. What's up, guys? Welcome to uh, this past whatever today is. We have a guest, a guest coming in. We're in studio today, and we have a guest coming in, uh, Robin Tran, and she is a comedian, and she is also transgender, and I'm not going to pretend like, you know, that's not part of the reason why I want her to come in, uh, because I want to, I don't know, just see what's cracking, you know, besides her you know, sexual origination. So, uh, so anyway, we got Robin Tran coming in. We just shot a pilot together down in Louisiana and we got to spend some time around each other. And some of it was, uh, just some of the conversation was interesting and fascinating. And I thought maybe we would capture some of that today for you guys. Uh, thank you guys for listening. As always, thank you. Gray block pizza, uh, 1811 Pico Boulevard on the way to the beach. Gray block, you know, get that hit. Uh, thanks for being here today. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, sorry. I'm, uh, do I seem stressed out? No, but now uh, I can tell you that I'm stressed out. Are you? That's good. Yeah, we're both stressed out. That's great. What's causing What's causing you stress today? Just being alive, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> being out of my comfort zone. I mean, it's almost like, do you live out of your comfort zone? No, man. I've I did nothing for literally like three years. And then I started doing everything. Oh, wow. So it's like I, I keep missing my bed. But then I, when I'm in bed, I'm like, no, nah, I got to get the fuck out of here and do something. You I got to get like, going. I'm actually like ambitious for the first time in my life. Nice. Yeah. I quit I, marijuana like six months ago. I think that's what happened. Oh, that'll change. Yeah. One of my best friends uh, quit marijuana and says started one of the biggest clothing companies in the world. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Jeez. So things can happen. Um, you um, You were depressed. What was causing the depression, you feel like? Um, half my family, I found out actually this year, half my family has bipolar disorder, like in Vietnam, even like it's, it's just like a chemical imbalance mm-hmm. and probably, a, I probably, I had a really traumatic childhood. You know, my dad drank a lot mm-hmm. and, um, my mom had bipolar. What did he drink? Do you remember? Just beer. Just like he'd have like 10 beers a wow. night. Yeah. And then, uh, was he bowler or no? What's that? Was he a bowler? Like a league bowler? No. <laughs> Uh, I don't think he knows what bowling is even. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And, That's crazy to be drinking that much beer and not know about bowling. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, at least we would have had fun if you, yeah, if you knew about bowling, right? Yeah. But my mom, and my mom would like just be gone for a while because she had to go to like a hospital because, you know, it was undiagnosed bipolar. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she had that. Yeah. And so at that point, it was just kind of like willy nilly that they didn't know. I mean, that's probably when they were still putting people on Valium and things like that or no? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, well, it's like not talked about in Vietnamese 
culture. Mm. Like, so they just like, oh, we don't, we don't know what's wrong with you, you know? And then it took like years for them to finally go, here's some medication. You're like, you're sick in the head. Mm. Yeah. This is real funny stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, sorry. This is, yeah, this isn't funny. Is this but it's interesting. Be, is this supposed to be a funny podcast? I feel bad, you know? No, it's it's just supposed to be a podcast, you okay. know? It's supposed to be just a conversation. You know, we don't okay. have to talk about anything in particular. I just thought, you know, it'd be really interesting. You and I just worked together on a pilot. Right, yeah. Uh, in Louisiana. Yeah. And, you know, um, and you are like one of the most unique people I've probably ever met because you are, how do you, what is the term? Transgender? Yeah. I'm transgender, Vietnamese, lesbian. <laughs> I am a lot of things. Yeah. And you know what sucks is to be that, to be all that, and to also be self-aware. Because like, I wish I wasn't self-aware. You know, I wish that I didn't know what I look like all the time. Wow. Because like, if I wasn't me and I saw me, I'd be like, what the fuck? That, that's <laughs> yeah. the comedian side of you, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like, like I told you, like sometimes I look in the mirror and I like I get startled. Like I forgot that I'm transgender because I was someone else for 28 years. Who were you for 28 years? It was Robert. Robert. Yeah. Really angry little Asian dude. Just would yell at audiences for not laughing and just sh- just like really overcompensating for something, you know? Mm. Yeah. And you don't see, I, I mean, I don't feel, feel like you see a lot of violent Asian, really. I mean, that except maybe like in old movies and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of Asians, I feel like, are really seem to be, you know, real, like, happy people. You get the Filipinos, or I think they're even nicknamed <laughs> the happy people. Right. And then you have the Japanese, which are kind of, you know, a little bit kind of electronic. It yeah. seems like a lot of times, like, they have, you know, like, you bust them open, a bunch of gigabytes would fly yeah. out. <laughs> Can um, I tell you a secret? Yeah. I can't tell Asians apart, man. You can't? No. And you're Asian? Yeah. I'm a bad Asian dude. Wow. Is there bad Asians? <laughs> yeah, I'm one, I think. Okay. You know, I kind of broke I kind of did everything I wasn't supposed to do. Like I didn't go to medical school and I didn't I wasn't the man, you know. I didn't stay a dude. Like I didn't do anything oh, my parents right. wanted. Oh, right. That's true because bad in Asian. Asian, in some Asian cultures it's they want the they want the boy. Yeah. Oh, and you you're like you're going to be like I'll show them I am a boy. <laughs> Red Rover, Red Rover, <laughs> exactly. Sent a vagina right over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when did you get? Because um, I mean, it's just fascinating to me. And one thing that I love about you, like you have this this comedy bit, and we'll put it at the bottom of the video today and the audio uh, a, a link where you were explaining to your mother about yeah. how you felt. Um, and is it a woman trapped in a man's body? Is that how you felt? Or how did you yeah. kind of feel? I just felt like when when I actually like. I got off like medicate, you know, like I was medicated for the first time in my life for antidepressants for, for bipolar anti- antidepressants and you know for the bipolar, and I was singing like this song, this girly song, and I just like usually I roll up the window and I do it quietly, but I'm like, no, man, I'm fucking happy, <laughs> and it's so when I did that for the first time in my life, like, dude, my whole life flashed before my eyes, like me as a kid wearing pink and like wanting to play with like this pink carousel set, like these little horses, you know, like I remember, I kept remembering that and like wearing jewelry and like i'd be in theater art you know drama class Mm -hmm. and they put makeup on me and i would just leave it on like for days and just like yeah these these memories came back and i was a lot of clues kind of was it like clues yeah and then i was like man you know if i was a woman my whole life would make sense like it wouldn't be a good life right but it would be a life (laughs) and you know life is like life right but and then it made sense and i just it was like a religious experience, dude. Like, I don't know how religious people feel, but it must be like, kind of like that. My whole body shivered, dude. Mm. And I started crying, dude. I cried for like half an hour, man. And like in my car. And then I had to go clock back into work. 
Oh man, yeah. I was like, yeah, a lot of chicks have done that, dude. Yeah, you know that's a wreck. <laughs> I mean, I think at that point you definitely qualify. Yeah, no, but no, that's fascinating to have like a moment where you're like this. Did you almost feel like you like your who you really were like erupted out of you or something? Yeah, I, I think that's exactly true. And you know, I just remembered this. I I never looked at people in the eyes until I came out. I I avoided eye contact with everyone except for my girlfriend. Like I would just look down, and I never knew why. I was like, I think subconsciously, it was like, if they see me, they might know it about me. But I didn't know what it was. You know what I mean? So that's fascinating. So you were afraid if you were looking at somebody, if they saw that they might see the truth in you that you didn't even know. Maybe. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so bizarre. I mean, it's it's not bizarre. That's not the word. I, no, it's no, it is. I it's think it so, is. So, uh, but I think that's so real. Yeah. I think because that's a reason why a lot of times we don't look people in the eyes because we're afraid that they're going to see our truth. You know, they're afraid right. that we're going to see that, you know, that we're hurting or that we are um confused or uncertain or sad or uh yeah. You know, it that's just so it's so What was the song? Oh, it was like an indie pop song. Probably people don't know it. It was a Rilo Kylie song. I don't know if you know who that is. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's very girly. It's it's, it's gay. You know? It is. <laughs> yeah, it's, very it's like gay. that. It's raining men song. <laughs> no, no, it's kind of it's a different kind of gay. It's like celebrating like this different femininity. Not you ever hear Patrice O'Neill talk about it's raining men? Uh uh-uh. uh He says that you know when you're a guy and you're singing karaoke, you got to change the lyrics, and you're like, "It's raining stuff, <laughs> <laughs> it's raining things." <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite bits. <laughs> it's raining stuff. <laughs> um, so it's kind of interesting. Like I was noticing some, some stuff, and so uh, I'm Robin and I were working, and you were Robert, and now you're Robin. Yeah. Yeah. And one and one thing that's so neat, and I appreciate this, is like you don't make me feel like I can't talk to you about these things, you know. Like you don't make me because sometimes I get this vibe, and this is just me being honest, and this isn't trying to me be like I know anything, but I get a vibe sometimes by some people that are, you know, are out of what would some people would perceive as the norm. Right. Sometimes when you try to engage with them about a conversation, they take that as being judgmental, even like asking questions and stuff or being curious. And I think it makes some people who are curious about stuff afraid to ask, you know? Yeah, I know those people. I mean, I actually, I deal with that too. I think there's like infighting within the community about how to talk to other people and stuff. Um, I don't know, man. I want to say this, but I don't, you know? No, same, like, man. I like, say stuff on like, here all the time. It's like a lot of the white ones really, like really mad, like because they they didn't have the racial discrimination before. So when they transition, there's like this new, like they're being discriminated against now. Oh, and so like it's like a fucking they're taking it all on at the same time. But for me, I'm just like, oh yeah, discrimination. I've I've experienced that before. I'm just adding on to it, but I'm not down not downloading the entire thing, you know? It's just a theory of mine. I don't know if it's fucking true. Oh, I think it's really fascinating. <laughs> so, because you're saying like, oh, well, if I was black or Vietnamese, um, I've already experienced some discrimination. Yeah. So now that I'm a, a switching genders, yeah. fuck, sure. Like, yeah, but yeah it's, it's still hard, but it's like, I'm, I'm like, I kind of, prepared myself for it you know just by being vietnamese <laughs> you're like oh i already you're like i beat vietnamese now i'll take on the world yeah, i love that exactly that was the plan all along <laughs> but for a white person they're just like oh fuck dude yeah. everything was great yeah man 
<laughs> it's just a theory, everybody. I do not know. <laughs> no, it's interesting. It's yeah. a it's a really interesting theory, man. It's so funny when you when you were talking about um you know looking people in the eyes and them seeing. Did you know that what you were afraid that they might see in you was like uh like um your sexuality, or did you have any yeah, clue? I had a feeling it was like because like I you know what I I do I do this with my hands when I'm in private. Mm. You know, this is this is that's it, man. Fuck, like, did I do that I do, sometimes? I fucking love doing this, man. It's like my favorite thing, and I think I was and like, but if you, I'm can't, not... you can't hear on the radio. She's showing like a kind of a li- like a hanging wrist, sort yeah, of, yeah, you know, like wrist. a yeah, like a limp wrist or like a Walking Dead extra, yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, and I think I was like, man, I'm gay. Am I gay? But I'm not. I don't like dudes, you know. But I'm not. I was like, I would always look at myself like, you're not straight, man. Like, so it makes sense that I'm a lesbian. Because like if, if people say you're not a lesbian, like and they look at me, I'm like, well, do, are, do you think I'm straight then? Because I don't like dudes, you know. Like, would you look at me and say that's a straight person? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, did you have to chart it out? Because it sounds like you know, for somebody that's not a good math person, it's you're adding in some different elements. And yeah. Stuff. It no when I when I came out, I was like, oh, this is gonna be fucking complicated for people. Because you came out and you said. I said I'm a woman, mm-hmm. but I didn't say I'm a lesbian because I felt weird saying it at first, you know, mm. because of my voice, you know, like I'm glad there's a video on this podcast because like being transgender <laughs> is not really great for audio podcasts, you know, <laughs> like, people are like, what the fuck? I don't, <laughs> I'm confused, you know, and I remember this little girl once saw me at an open mic and she goes, uh, hey, that girl sounds like a boy. And I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> you got it completely right. <laughs> the little girl got it right. Um, what, so, just, cause, so we get back on it. What was the bit you, the bit you have about when you explain your coming out to my mom, coming out to your mom? Yeah. Just like that. She doesn't speak Vietnamese and I don't speak English. So I had to like, be like mom in Vietnam. Do or they she have, doesn't speak English. Yeah. Do they have boy born boy brain girl? And she's like, what? And I'm like, <laughs> born boy brain girl. She was okay. I don't know. Sometime, you know, and then I'm like, okay, me that. I don't want to do that. Do you want me to do the whole bit? No, it's man? good. We'll post it below. It's yeah. just a great story. Yeah, it's it's just so interesting to, for you. It's like born boy, brain girl. It's like yeah. such. It's like the simplest. Yeah, you know, it's a simple way to put it for somebody. Yeah, it's you have to make it simple because if you don't speak the same language, it has to be like the most simple words. And also, I don't know the complicated way to explain it. Yeah, so I just like would just yell it for an hour <laughs> until she got it. That's how I came up. Which to my is mom. also a very popular Vietnamese form of communication. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're very quiet, like amongst strangers, but to each other. It's like, man, why are you guys yelling at each other? You guys, having, you guys having fun, or are you guys mad at each other? Sounds yeah. like the same thing. Yeah, they're very Game of Thrones. Again. I'm like, who's a Lannister in this motherfucker? I thought it was nap time. Right. Yeah. Um, that's so wild. Do you feel? Because I'm trying to think. So we went down to Louisiana together. Right. And. I, I'm trying to think of how I think and feel about, like, like how I, if I, if if there are certain things that I think of you as a certain gender, or you know, like if without even choosing to, yeah, you know, not if not a judgment, but just like, because I think of you as a young lady, yeah, you know, um, but I guess sometimes I would treat you like a man, right. Is that kind of a common, like, do you notice any things, not in the, even just in the way I behave towards you, but. I think um, I notice it more with, like, 
you didn't know me before my transition right? right so like people that know know me after yeah they treat me with like a little more of this respect because i think i think it's the voice i really do i think like i i present pretty feminine i, I still i not completely mm-hmm. but it's easier for people right but what i noticed is that from people before my transition you know like um at open mics the comedians like hang around in a circle and they talk shit on each other. Mm-hmm. They don't do that with me anymore because they're too scared. Uh, and I think it's like a loss, you know, like, oh, man, I love talking shit. And, yeah. But they're afraid of like stepping on eggshells and saying the wrong thing and misgendering me and stuff because they knew me as Robert. Right. So it's harder for them, I think. When you dream at night, do you dream like as, do you notice if you dream like in a male or female perspective or if that's no, changed? I don't. I don't dream as myself usually. So, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I think I have I am Robert, but, you know, I don't know. Do you remember like a first night that you went to sleep and felt like you were a a woman? Cuz I mean, I think yeah, just saying, do you I don't know, probably slept with a smile for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, I can't imagine how like relax like freeing it would be. Yeah. You know, cuz there were times in my life or there have been times in my life where you know, I was having such a tough time, like relating, getting into a relationship and yeah. being like comfortable in a relationship that I thought I might be gay, you know, yeah. and I'm like, well, is something, you know, I mean, after like, I, there was nine years where I wasn't in any sort of a relationship well, with wow. a woman. I was dating, yeah. you know, I was jerking off on, you know, mutually jerking off after people had agreed everybody was okay <laughs> with me jerking off in the room, right, yeah. Um, you know, with women and stuff like that and doing some sex, but I wasn't. You know, I wasn't able to like love and lock down anything there. Yeah. And so I was like, man, well, maybe I, you know, could I be gay and I just don't know it? Like, yeah. I'm such a bad judge of character. <laughs> yeah. That I don't even know if I'm gay. Yeah. Um, but then I realized over time that for me, I do desire a strong connection, a male connection, but what I want is like a brotherly connection. Yeah. And that's something I've always really you know, missed and a fatherly connection. So I really gravitate towards some moments like that with other males to have some camaraderie. Yeah. Um, But that, you know, I was just, I was just lacking a connection with my own mother. And so that's, you know, hampered the ability to connect with women beyond anything sexual, you know? Right. Yeah. You know, that's really, I feel kind of bad for guys that, you know, you can't have that camaraderie because it's like, oh, it's kind of like, oh, are we gay? You know, like you can't just, I still have some male qualities just out of habit. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy that, um, they went, used to go to this wellness center, you know, for like to get better. And there was this guy that, um, helped me every day. We talked every day about comedy and stuff. We became mm-hmm. like best friends, mm-hmm. but I never hugged him. It was because it was like in my head, I'm like, is that gay to hug him? Even though I'm not like, I'm like a woman in my head, but it still feels like, the old guy is still there like just we, lurking we just can't be friends you know what i mean like it's we're too close and we're not like are we supposed to date now you know like it's that feeling and, yeah and how... guys don't the guys aren't like allowed to get close with each other like that mm. yeah yeah there is there's like a weird thing sometimes you know yeah like if i pat my buddies on the back I, i'll do it be like oh i can't pat him again today Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you, you used it up for the day. Yeah, I used my pad up today because, you know, that's the pat rule. You know what I'm saying? Like, rule. I can thumbs up and from real close, but yeah. that's just, you know, I can do point blank range thumbs up all day, but I can't, I can't do an extra pat. Yeah. Was there some strange moments? Like, I mean, this is just, do you ever feel like in the future we will all be, 
that things will be more fluid and that you were like a pioneer on this sort of horizon of of you know gendership well, if that makes know, any sense you know I, I i was thinking about that and it's either going to be like everyone is kind of a flu fluid or that it's going to be so many that you can pick from or something mm -hmm. but as for the pioneer thing i actually just like my my dream is for it to be boring you mm -hmm. know to not be like a like you're brave or to be like you're a, you're the, the worst thing like the YouTube comments were probably for this video. <laughs> They're gonna be like, I'm not gonna read them, you know. And uh, like, you can't have, you can't be a woman if you got a dick. Like, oh, comment yeah. number one, There's, thumbs yeah. up, a lot of thumbs up for it, you know. I already know they didn't even watch the video, you know. Um, yeah, they didn't even watch the video. But I also have the other one, like where it's like, you're so, you're so brave, and it's like, oh man, don't call me brave, man. Like, right. I'd rather just live my life. Like, I, I told you, I forget I'm transgender sometimes. Like, yeah. I'm just like out and. Oh, why is people? Why are people looking at me? Oh, fuck! I'm wearing a dress. Oh my god! <laughs> I fucking forgot, man. Like I'm already depressed about something else, and now I got to think about this shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you really like for a comedian already to be afflicted with whatever it is that makes us want to be comedians. Yeah. You know, whatever like toil or like broken like piping or whatever inside of us that you know makes us covet that constant attention yeah and then to be like oh well yeah i know what i'm gonna add on to this <laughs> I, I had to throw away all my old material did you yeah that was really i was up on stage and i just said it on stage when it's like hey i don't i'm not joking guys but I feel like a woman and i i don't know if i'm gonna start wearing skirts because i'm lazy <laughs> and that's uh i don't know what i'm gonna say tonight so have a good night everyone and that was it and i put the mic back in the mic stand and left like people were like holy shit like is robert kidding and i'm like no i'm not andy kaufman dude i don't do like I, i'm kidding shit you know and that was how i came out to my comedian friends but i just did it on stage did have you ever has anybody ever accused you of it being like a thing oh yeah sure like it, it, um <laughs> i think someone was making fun of me i forgot who it was where it was like Robin's going to just start adding afflictions, like, uh, just to, you know, get more people to go get behind her. Like, right, next, take off a leg. Yeah, next week she can't walk, you know, like, <laughs> just, she's blind now, like, just adding on more. She's a service animal. <laughs> yeah, you're like, like what really? The what the fuck? All right, Robin, you're taking it too far. Yeah, of course. Um, do you, was it, were you attracted to women at a certain point in your life? Yeah. I feel like you were. Yeah, I was always attracted to women, and I always felt like one. I remember thinking when I was a kid, like, man, I wish I could be a lesbian, dude, like, out of everything else. Like, mm. I, I just loved, like, I saw, like, uh, Ellen DeGeneres kiss some woman on TV, mm -hmm. and, dude, that was, like, like I I got so horny when I saw that. Dude, like, it was, like, you know, like, when you remember, like, the first thing you saw where I'm, like, I don't know what jacking off is yet, but if I can jack off, it's going to be to that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. So even to this day, just women making out, I'm just like, fuck, man, I got to jack off. Like, <laughs> so like, that's my favorite thing. You know, I don't think that was what you were asking me, but <laughs> no, I think it's, well, it's cr like, I mean, I guess I just wanted to know kind of, yeah, where your attraction was, you know, cause I mean, cause then you have to kind of, I'm sure like, as you're trying to figure out what your place is or what your escape from whatever you know you did you feel trapped i always felt trapped yeah yeah i think i think you're right yeah i don't know how else to to put it but it's just like i just felt like like an escape room you ever like, been to an escape room no i haven't been to one but you know what it is yeah 
It's like where there's clues and then suddenly you get out, but then it's just you and your friends back in the lobby of a Hilton or something. <laughs> yeah. I kind of feel like I just wanted to scream and I didn't know why. Mm. I would say that's how it felt. Wow. Yeah. And do you still feel some of that? No. No, I, I know who I am now. Sometimes I get like the identity crisis of just like, who who am I like as a person who's not as depressed anymore? Because I'm kind of getting over that too. So, so you notice that this has helped you with your depression? Yeah. No, no, no. That's separate. The two things are separate. Oh, they are. Yeah. That, that's what's so fucked up about it. Like, um, I'm not as you know blown away by the gender thing anymore. It's been three years. It gets kind of boring for my, for me personally, you know. Mm-hmm. And then like I'm like, okay, now I'm a depressed transgender person or whatever you know and then and then like the depression has lifted a little bit or a lot Mm -hmm. so now i'm like well who am i if i'm not depressed i guess i just have to figure it out day by day just do things you know and be active like i can't believe that i we did the thing in louisiana yeah i can't believe i did i went from doing nothing to the the most fun three days of my life yeah it was really the most fun three Uh, days of my whole life yeah that's cool yeah i wish i you know i uh yeah, I mean, I, there was a moment where you and I were driving like that Grand Marquis down on that highway. I mean, because we went back to Covington to my hometown. I talked about this on a regular podcast a little bit last week, but I didn't tell them that, you know, I said I was there with another comedian, Robin Tran, um, but I didn't tell them that, you know, you had a sexual transition or, you know, get in any of that. Um, but I told him that I was back there and, you know, it was pretty wild. And that one dude was like, come on. Remember him? <laughs> yeah, it was fucking hilarious. He was like, come on. <laughs> like, how slow get, can you say that term? Get, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get the fuck. <laughs> come on. Yeah. Um, and I was like, we were down there and it was, yeah, I mean, we were just cruising all around like Scully and Mulder just yeah. like. You know, a recovering rural yeah. guy and uh, and a new transgender comedian. You're probably the first, the craziest thing I've seen in that town. Yeah. Actually, we had a three-legged pony growing up. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it was that. <laughs> she was a real beaut. <laughs> no, you know, I actually almost blew the whole thing the first day. I yeah? almost fucked it. Yeah. You know, my eye's a little red right now. There's mm-hmm. a reason for that. Like, half an hour before they were going to pick me up. I took what I think is my bladder medication because I got to pee a lot. Mm-hmm. And I look at the pill, dude. It, I took my fucking sleeping pill. No. Like, and it's like, it knocks you out after an hour. And I just look at Kate like, I took a fucking Lunesta. <laughs> and she's like, you got to throw it up. You got to throw it up right. And she's like a coach for like the worst sport ever. You know, <laughs> you got to fucking throw it up. So oh, I'm, she's on the all bulimia team? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm over the toilet. Dude, I'm fucking crying. I'm like, I blew it, man. I can't. She's like. This is right before they come to pick you up for the first day of shooting? Yeah. And she's, like, <laughs> she's like, put your fucking finger down your throat. I'm like Gus Fring from Breaking Bad, like putting my finger down my throat. It's not, nothing's working. And she goes, think of disgusting things. Think of fucking disgusting things. And that's not working. She goes, think of the most disgusting thing you can think of. And then I thought about eating my mom's pussy. (laughs) Then then it all came out. And then I'm I'm fucking crying because I'm thinking about it. And then like 10 minutes later, everyone picked me up. I'm like, hey, everyone. Like, But in my head, I'm like, that was the most fucked up thing that ever happened to me. Like I'm traumatized by it, you know? I'm, it was the most traumatizing moment of my life and then the most fun three days of my life. Like, Here we go. <laughs> back to back. Yeah. Damn, I never known anybody just get all hopped up on Lunesta yeah. and hit the town. And then that's why I popped a blood vessel by throwing up. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, I thought I was going to die one time in Chicago. I, if I eat tuna fish and Gatorade at the same time, I'll fucking, my throat closes up. Oh my God, really? Yeah, I can't handle that much excitement, you know, just fucking fish oil and uh, 
you know, whatever. Electrolytes? You know, electrolytes, yeah. Wow. My shit will throw up, just shut down. So I literally was having a, I was fucking crawling through the hall of a hotel in Chicago, pulling on the dress of a cleaning lady and like had my hand down my throat. Dude. Oh my God. I think God. she wanted to, thought I wanted to do sex or some kind of sex <laughs> act. Like this is the weirdest uh, mating call I've ever <laughs> yeah. seen in my life. He's crawling on the floor. Just holding my throat open to yeah, breathe. Yeah, it's like this is a weird, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, okay guy, we'll, we'll upgrade you to a suite. <laughs> Pipe down. Um, do you feel sometimes like a, do you feel like a woman now? Sometimes I feel like, uh, like, like man, I feel like a woman, but I'm fucking getting lazy. Mm. Like I don't, I don't like. I gotta put makeup on, and I gotta fucking wear dresses. Like I've done it for three years, so like I started buying like boy clothes again. Yeah. Oh, just because yeah, because a lot of women they end up getting lazy just buy boy stuff. Yeah. They're but, like, oh, I'm just a sports fan, and yeah, it's like, ah. like a tomboy kind of, you yeah. know. And uh, I don't know, kind of think like the initial novelty wore off, and I mean novelty, not like oh, this whole thing is like a like a stunt or anything like that but you know uh you you just kind of get over the it's called gender euphoria mm. and then you experience this gender euphoria and i think when it goes away you're like okay now i don't have to always wear a fucking dress kind of just wear a fucking t-shirt and, and jeans and like light makeup and stuff you know did you find yourself having like really like over overdressing like wearing like a bride's outfit a couple of days a week and stuff <laughs> yeah like... i i would overdress every time i just wear dresses and fucking nice clothes and these shoes from like, be as lady as possible yeah from nordstrom's you know like just expensive shoes and shit like was there guys that you like had no before when you were robert that you were like oh that guy's kind of cute that you were like you know, just trying to just offering to just fucking chill and shit <laughs> like that or no? Oh, you mean guys that I knew before? Yeah, well, oh, but you were lesbians. You were attracted to women. Yeah. Well, I mean, I there are the other side, though. Like, there are some guys that were like, hey, like. They want to hit it. Well, you know, if I were attracted to you, would that make me gay? You know, hypothetically. And I'm like. It's a weird hypothetical question to, you know, Facebook message me at three in the morning, you know, but like, <laughs> I don't know, man, you know, I guess it doesn't like if I'm a woman, so it doesn't actually make you gay. Like I actually like had to look it up. Isn't that weird? Gosh. Yeah. If you like, if you are a guy that dates transgender women, you're not gay. Hmm. Yeah. So if I dated you, I wouldn't be gay. Yeah, people would think you are, though. Right. Everyone would call you gay, so it's like you would be gay anyway. Well, you know, it's funny. Yeah, I don't feel like... Like if I feel like if here's a here's interesting. I noticed this. If you were sitting here and you were a man, yeah, I would feel like oh, if I dated Robert, yeah, I would be gay, right? But if I sitting here and I'm just thinking about you, oh, if I dated her, yeah, I might be you know a real wildcat, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I might be in the hunting rare game, <laughs> right? But I, uh, you know, but I, I don't I don't have the same feeling, yeah. That's, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Just because my total, like, you know, if you put you next to a boy, I'd be like, oh, well, I would, you know. I think a lot of people, like, on, like, I'll read Periscope comments about me and stuff, and they're like, ew, what the fuck is that <laughs> thing? You know, like, when people are, like, that mad, I'm just like, all right, dude, like, I, I don't think it's true when people are, like, they hate trans people, it means they're attracted to them, but the ones that get really fucking mad, I'm like, you kind of want to fuck a transgender woman, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would you get that mad? You know, if people just went ill, yeah, then I was like, okay, you just don't like how, the way I look, yeah. But just the fuck that. What the fuck is that thing? Oh my god! Like, you know, like their like their brains are gonna explode. Oh, yeah. You know, like, oh, okay. Do you want to like fuck NWO me? Like, fans? Yeah, yeah. like yeah. New World Order fans. Do you press that and turn it back on? Uh, New World Order fans, maybe. Yeah. I'm a huge wrestling fan. Are by you? The way. 
oh yeah dude i like i know more about wrestling than i do about anything else in my life combined oh wow i've been watching wrestling since i was four years old um and how old are you now I'm 31. Dude, I was a huge, and this is a little bit for you, but I was a huge, the Von Erics were like a big family. I know, the, I know, I know history. So yeah, I know the about the Von Erics. There was the Texas Tornado yeah. in WWF. I think he like transferred over. And yeah. Like the, the, like he would spin around and do a clothesline, right? Or a punch. Carrie Von Erich, I Carrie, think that Carrie was. Carrie Von Erich. And he yeah. was the handsomest one. Outside of that, they got a little kind of animally looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the brothers looked like a damn sheep. I thought, like a tall sheep. Uh, who was one of your favorite wrestlers growing up? It was always Shawn Michaels, man. Oh, H- yeah? HBK, I think, is the greatest wrestler like that ever lived. And you- Marty Jannetty? No, it's so sad. Marty Jannetty is always like referenced even nowadays as like if there's a tag team and one of them explodes and one of them doesn't, they call him the Marty Jannetty of the, Oh, isn't that, yeah, isn't that heartbreaking? Yeah. yeah. Both of them had nice hair. Do you think it was something about wrestling that kind of had that, that has that sort of trans appeal to it in a weird way? No, I think, you know what? I think it's completely separate from gender. I love, I love combat i don't know why you know i love roast battles mm-hmm. and i love wrestling and mm-hmm. I, there's a movie called changing lanes with sam jackson and uh, ben affleck and they're just like trying to one-up each other with like trying to fuck each other's lives up and i don't know why i just love that like being boastful like i can fuck you up and i can back it up and the other guy's like no i can fuck you up and just Dang. watching them try to fuck each other up yeah i love it <laughs> it's my favorite thing in the world but i don't like people actually getting hurt so yeah. that's why I like that it's like staged. That's why I can't watch like UFC. Mm. Like, oh, that guy's leg's really broken, man. <laughs> like the fun's <laughs> over, man. <laughs> oh, man, you try to fuck that guy's wife and you pretend to hit each other. Oh, that's what's fucking awesome. But yeah. like, oh, man, that guy's leg became like rubber. I'm like, oh, Jesus, man. <laughs> this is fucking <laughs> real. Can't deal with that. <laughs> Do you th- were there things that you like more now after um, your transition that you didn't like before? Like, do you notice? No. No, I like pretty much all the same things. And uh, I don't know, like, I still like wrestling as much as I ever did. I was afraid I would stop liking wrestling, Oh, you know? And then, like, what would I do? That's so scary. Like, yeah, were there things you were afraid, like, of losing? You know, you're afraid you're going to lose this or lose that if you go into this. Dude, if I lost wrestling, I don't know what I would do with my time. I I spend, you know, WWE Network, I spend hours just watching that every day. Hmm. And, you know, WrestleMania was just, like, last week in Louisiana. You know, I just... I love it. I love it more than it's like number four on my list of things I love in my life. Like, you know, family, my girlfriend, me and like wrestling. <laughs> yeah. I just fucking love That's it. That's most of America. I yeah. think, I <laughs> yeah. think you just described. Yeah. Um, did, did you, um, did you experience like any loss of like friends or any connections that really changed or evolved for the better in your life? Yeah. Uh, I lost a lot of friends and uh, I don't know. Some of it wasn't because of the transgender thing, but some of it was like when I came out, like all of a sudden 10 people unfriended me right away. And then like I posted a picture of me in a dress and some guy went like some guy I knew in high school. We knew each other for years and he, and he went, is this for work or something? And I went, no man, I'm, I'm a woman. And fucking, no. and then he fucking unfriended me, and mm. I was like fucking heartbroken. Well, maybe his wife doesn't want to be all friends. But another guy actually looked at one of the pictures, and he liked he liked like nine in a row. You know when someone like likes like a bunch of your pictures in a row, mm-hmm. and then one of them I was like really made up with these big boots, and he just he just went fuck you for this one, Robert, and then and then unfriended me. 
So I think he like jerked off and felt bad. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Like, why would he like a bunch of pictures and say "fuck you" for this one and then unfriend me? Right? At oh, the boots, the dude. A lot of people have foot foot fetish. You know? Oh yeah. Oh, there's a guy around me growing up here, and he couldn't even come unless a pair of Justins <laughs> were in the room. I think I'm a lot of like regretful coming sessions i think people have jerked off to me and then felt really uh, embarrassed afterwards i have think that's you, what i am for people have you always jerked off to the same stuff oh no i jerk off to like weirder shit now oh yeah oh yeah so you find that has that evolved or devolved no nah, man I've, jer- I've jerked off to like my own pictures <laughs> really <laughs> yeah i'm like oh man if i had a clone <laughs> totally fuck it have you yeah it's cool i mean i think it's unique i've never done it yeah when i was growing up they had a dude if we didn't even have pornography when i was young you know we couldn't get any mags yeah but they had this dude named nick and he would draw you a little picture of some cooter for the weekend you know (laughs) yeah so for four dollars you'd hit this dude nick up on friday you know or thursday night if you wanted a good sketch (laughs) you know because if he had that extra time to work on it man and then friday you get that hitter yeah you know and you jerk off all weekend I still think it's not as weird as jerking off to a selfie, but yeah, whatever. Oh, man. yours is definitely weirder. <laughs> I was just trying to make you feel a little less uncomfortable. No. What is it about a selfie that can make you come, you think? I was like, man, I never looked like that before, you know, and then I'm really happy with how I look. Oh, so you'll take a really nice picture. Yeah. And then jerk off to that. Yeah, I don't, I haven't done it for a while, so maybe my self-esteem is lower. <laughs> do you feel like one of my buddies used to get a cake can, yeah. he used to get a cake and put like you're a good guy Matt on it he'd get that written on it and then eat it at home by himself yeah it's kind of like that yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that but with your dick yeah yeah do you, so do you still have a penis yeah and do you take drugs like what is that whole kind of thing like or is it, it that that's not even part of it and this is just good information for people because there's a lot of people that don't know yeah, I I am actually um afraid to take any extra medication mm-hmm. to like hormones and stuff because I take a lot of medication for the bipolar. Okay. So I don't take any medication and I haven't gotten any surgery. It's okay. just more I just dress up and I just like try to you know make my hair look as feminine as possible. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel like it could have just been and I don't mean this in a bad way but I just mean this in like in a curious way that it could have this could be like some part of the bipolar thing. Do you do no, you ever no, have no. to think about that though? Do you question that ever, or, or is it not even the same? No, I think what I think it actually kind of bothers me that I think that's the misconception mm-hmm. because, um, like, uh, I think like it's in America, it's hard to look at people like with multiple oppressions. You know, it's always like, well, that guy's oppressed because he's you know black Mm -hmm. but maybe he's also bipolar you know but people only can see black you know or like you know like when you look at mental health issues like on tv it's mostly white people because Mm -hmm. that's like they can only look at one at a time Mm -hmm. like if you have vietnamese and bipolar it's like too much like they can't look at and transgender whoa like pick one because we can only focus on one on tv so like mine are all separate Mm -hmm. like i don't i don't think it's like related at all you know what I mean? Right. So you don't know, but you don't feel like inside of you, like, and I don't know what it feels like to be bipolar. You know, I've seen some friends that have come down and been afflicted with it as they got a little bit older out of high school, but you didn't think like, oh, maybe I'm just bipolar at first or something. There wasn't any of that. No, I, I thought like, um, um, maybe this will help and, mm. it, and it helped my depression for a while. Like I got out of it for a while and then, you know, it came back because, you know, I wasn't taking the right medication. But just coming out helped me. Like for three months, I didn't need anything. I was just like really happy. So, 
can you do you feel like you can see when other people might have the same thing going on? Yeah. I I do. Wow. I was like, yeah, I think that well, um I see it with like you're uh, like the the hormone whisperer? <laughs> yeah. I see it like there's a a woman friend I have that mm-hmm. I'm like I'm like she's a dude. Like the way she acts, the way she talks, like she's not a tomboy, man. She's a fucking dude. But, Does her name start know, with a G or not? No. Okay. I can't I can't say. Yeah, it. we won't out her, but I, yeah. I just thought it might be the same person and we were just going to stop there at that first letter. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you I'm just trying to get I guess get to do you feel like like did you feel like when we were in Louisiana that people thought differently of you than anywhere else or do you feel like when you went there that you might be looking for that? Yeah, you know, I was surprised by how how little people seem to give a shit about the transgender thing um you're better than it you're definitely better looking than half the women there <laughs> too did uh did i tell you that uh uh i think they were thrown off by my, my ethnicity more because several people like fucking bowed to me <laughs> no, <that is laughs> I was like, awesome. like i think the mayor bowed to me oh, that's, that's what someone awesome. told me hey did you check out the mayor bowing to you so what i so the joke that i've kind of come up with is I think they were thrown off that I was Vietnamese, and mm. now they they just have a weird stereotype about Vietnamese, where, where they're like, "Oh hell, I didn't know that Vietnamese dude dress up like chicks." Hell, I ain't judging you. Know? Like, I think that that's what they were thinking. I don't think they knew that I was a transgender woman. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just Vietnamese was was way more on on the list, and I thought they were going to give me dirty looks, but no one did. Oh wow, yeah. I mean, I worried about it some too. You know that people would. I mean, I didn't think so, but you just don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, places are getting so diverse. Places, a lot of places are getting more diverse nowadays, you yeah. know, um, or at least more multicultural. Right. Like, I think the gender stuff is still probably kind of rare. Yeah. You it's know, or re- probably people are afraid to talk about it. Yeah. It's really new, I think. Well, and it's not new because it's been going on for actually thousands of years. Like, Native Americans used to have a third gender. Oh, like, yeah. Called, like, two spirit, you know, for. I think that was the transgender back in the day. That double up. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they called it, the double up. That's sexy. <laughs> and uh but um but now you know, it's new like now. Like we're finally talking about it. It's new in that sense. Do you ever worry that you will wake up one day and feel differently? Yeah. Because then I'll have to transition back and I think I'm I'm so this is how arrogant I am. I think I'm so good I'd be able to pull it off. Wow. You know, but I, I'm not a dude, you know, like you're the David Copperfield of <laughs> yeah. crotches. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are moments when I'm like, I wish I was a guy. It would be a lot easier, you know? So that's how, that's how I kind of know I'm a woman. Cause it would be so much easier to switch back. My life would be a lot easier. It would. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to put makeup on every day. Don't have to like worry about people looking at me or we- sending me weird messages on Facebook or anything, you know, mm-hmm. just walk around like, kind of like I'm invisible. Yeah. Did you feel more invisible before? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no one looked at me. Like being transgender. And how did like, that feel? Did that feel a certain? Did that kind of like hurt your feelings some? No, it, it's like you don't know that you feel invisible because you are, you, this is like your reality all the time. It's like, mm. a, you know, a fish in water doesn't know it's in water, right? Yeah, like a goldfish in a bowl, they don't know they're in there. Yeah. That's their world. Yeah. So I think like now I, I miss it a little bit because now when I walk into the store, people like look at me and stuff. It's like, you're you're like a celebrity that people like but people don't know who you are. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um it's almost like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Right. Like you heard he's back there in the beginning of the movie, but then they <laughs> get there and he's kind of not even around. Yeah, yeah, that's who I am. Yeah. Um 
do you like have any thoughts like when it comes to like families and stuff like that like having a family did you have any thoughts that changed i'm just trying to think i'm just trying to really i guess get into what that's like a little bit um, like you know if your thoughts kind of or are you just the same person but you're just it, you look like a woman now i think that's more like that yeah it's more like i'm the same person except uh i'm i just kind of embrace my feminine qualities like you know, do the limp wrist thing and i mm-hmm. And I don't care that my voice sometimes like sounds like kind of, you know, girly or whatever. You know, I I don't care. I don't I'm not trying to be macho anymore. Ah, like, yeah, my friend told me like to get a girlfriend. He goes like, you're too you're too flowy, you know, to get a girlfriend. You got to like walk like this. And I'm like putting up my shoulders right now. So like, like a you'll, peacock. You'll, you'll, yeah. get, you'll get fucked if you do this all the time. I was like, oh, man, it's really stiff, man. Like, I can't I can't do that all the time. Yeah. So that's the main difference, I think. Was there a girl or something you had apologized to that you hooked up with before? No. No. There have been girls that I've had to apologize for other reasons. You know? Yeah? <laughs> yeah, but it has nothing to do with the gender thing. Did you feel like immediately you could get in some legit fights with bitches before that you couldn't get into? <laughs> I didn't think about the, the fighting aspect of it. Like if you hit a girl now, are you off the hook or you're still, oh, Robert hit that bitch? I don't know. I just wouldn't feel right to hit a woman. Would you have felt... I mean, yeah. Look, I agree. Yeah. You know, I'm not out here, you know. (laughs) I'm not, you know, supporting that. But did you feel any differently before? That's a really interesting question. Um, No, I feel... I actually feel exactly the same way as I did before. Like, it would be as wrong. What did your father think about it? Oh, my dad? What do you... Transgender? What do you mean? Is this my son? Where's that for comedy? Oh, he still thinks that? <laughs> yeah. After three years, even though he sees me like this sometimes, like he's walking around. It's like he it's like he sees like a, a fucking censored person or something. He doesn't even acknowledge it. God, that must be <laughs> crazy and fun to be in that brain. Just how everything's just kind of whatever. Yeah, he doesn't know he raised two lesbians, you know. Oh, shit. I shouldn't have said that on the air. That's okay. Yeah. We'll pretend that your sister isn't a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. Look, all everybody's pretty much. Do you feel like we're all going to be lesbians soon? Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, I think everyone should be. Yeah? Know? Yeah, it just makes sense. I don't know. I just think women are beautiful, and I, I love women so much, you know. Like, to look like this and sound like this and to say that I love women, what sucks is that, you know, it's been portrayed as if you're a guy and you're straight on TV, and you're like, oh, I love women. And it's like, oh, that's a gay dude, mm. and he's suppressing it. But, like, I actually sound and talk like that. <laughs> and I like women, but I don't like dudes. And it's hard to prove that when you sound and talk like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have to prove to, did you have to prove like you have a girlfriend now? Right. Do you have to prove that you had a penis at first where you're like, look, I promise I got a dick in here somewhere or do you, you know, like, uh, like did she? No, she, she, no, she stuck with me through the transition. Oh, your girlfriend she, was with you before. Yeah. She was with me as, as Robert. And then she stuck with me through the transition. Wow. Yeah. We have a show about it. We we do the unconventional lesbians show. We talk about our whole relationship and how I. Where can out. I watch that at? We perform like oh you go you know, it's a stage show it's a stage show oh, nice. yeah 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 we have one coming up in June I think you okay know? yeah yeah we'll put the link into that yeah if you if I were like what kind of person out there would maybe have the same thing that you have. Like, what clues would they have if they had this? You know, if they had this kind of wild condition. I think... Um, is it is a wild condition? Is that a... No, I don't think that's the correct way to put it. But I I would say that the most important thing for me is that everyone's journey is kind of different. You know, like, some people have not 
had the experience I had where I was like, I always knew and then I didn't know. Some people just kind of figured it out one day. Mm. And I, I kind of don't ask people how they figured it out, I guess. It's like, oh, doesn't matter. Now. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter to me. Is there still something that like, did you get, like, did, did the gay lesbian community kind of latch? Like, was there, do you feel like there's a, a whole connection there? Do you feel like not connected to that world? Do you just feel like you're on your own path? No, I, I was surprised by how op- open they were to me. They like welcomed me with open arms. You know, mm. I was like, I'll never forget that they, they did that for me. I needed, I needed, um, I needed like a new family afterwards, mm-hmm. basically. And they were my family for a while. But I don't know, I, I, not as much anymore, I think. I think I'm figuring out who I am and I'm just kind of, I don't like to be put in a box, mm-hmm. you know? Like I'm kind of like someone that likes to say something for the first time. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's like, has nothing to do with gender. I just is my arrogance, you know? So like, got put in a box by society, I'm transgender. And then the transgender people were like, oh, this is how you do it. And I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be like so. Yeah, I'm the Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, man. No, I'm not even. Yeah, I'm different than all you transgender people, huh? <laughs> I'm yeah, what be even fuck? more different. <laughs> yeah, feel even more different than you. So that's where I am right now. Do you do you ever worry or not even worry? But do you ever think, fuck, you know, like maybe that's a part of what even led me into this was just an ego to really be unique? No, no, absolutely not. I I know it's real because like, dude, you know how like. Uh, people who were like hate gay people like mm-hmm. end up being gay mm-hmm. i was like dude i hated trans people like i fucking hated them mm. like i'd watch like um my girlfriend tried to get me to watch transparent on amazon mm-hmm. and i was just watching it and i was screaming at the tv like what what fucking i have to call this dude she what kind of fucking world is this and i would just, <laughs> oh just like yell at you know like yell at the tv and then and then as i'm yelling i don't remember i said this and i'm like you know in some kind of life i would have been I would have asked people to call me she. That'd be fucking awesome. But you don't see me fucking whining about it. And she's yeah. like, she's like, are you transgender? And I was like, I don't fucking want to talk about it. I slammed the door. I don't remember I said that. <laughs> so it was almost like this alternate you said it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was, Did you ever feel like a little woman inside of you like crying out for help or crying out to be noticed or any of those no, things? I didn't feel like any of that stuff. Yeah. I don't know what that would feel like. Did you ever um, see a movie and be like, oh, yeah. Like, I, w- I want to fuck that cartoon or something like Brave? <laughs> no. <laughs> you no. think Brave's hot or not? Who's Brave? Brave is like this gin. She's like an Irish archer. And she was a like a child star on Disney or something. like a, But it's a cartoon. It's a drawing. It's sounds not like, a real child. It sounds like you think that she's hot. Is it okay to say I'll fuck a cartoon, but <laughs> not knowing what age it is? <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll figure out. I'm a little bit worried about that all of a sudden. I remember I watched this movie called The Joy Luck Club. Mm-hmm. And it was like all asian women and dude that made me that movie made me cry like nine times man i was i just watch it and i would relate to these asian women but i'm like that's weird i'm not an asian woman but that's like the movie that i watch that i'll think about all the time Mm. yeah why because some there's a feeling in there then that you must really relate to yeah like the um not being listened to and by society and you, you know, the things that Asian women have to go through and yeah, it's just like weird. Like I don't remember the specifics, but I remember like I can put myself in their shoes and like, that's how I would feel. And then it feels tragic, you know? Like, did you feel like you used to hurt a lot more and now you don't? Yeah, actually. Yeah. A lot of my women friends weren't really surprised when I came out, they were like, Oh my God, that makes so much sense because like they would always tell me, it's like you think like a woman because we would talk about life and stuff and mm-hmm. then they would talk about boys and i would talk about girls and the way i talked about girls was like different than any guy they knew 
Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, be like, oh yeah, I like her or whatever. I'd be like, man, the way that she, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, like look at <laughs> look at what she, look at what she IM'd me, yeah. look at what she IM'd me. What do you get? What do you think I think this means? Like that's oh my god, that. that's I crazy. Do, I would do that, and then they'd be like, "Derby, you're a fucking girl," and I'm like, "No, fuck you. I just, I like her a lot. I like her a lot." Stay home. <laughs> Dude, so you were low all this time. You thought you had a lot of friends that were girls, and you were low key trying to fuck them all. But as a woman, yeah, no, damn, no, that's I crazy, no, no, bro. no. Wait, you know what's funny is, damn, dude, you're like the Benedict Arnold of <laughs> pussy, dude. No, I wasn't trying to fuck them all, and that's kind of what a different like my guy friends wouldn't understand. I had a lot of female friends, mm-hmm. and I was attracted to all of them. Mm-hmm. But they would always be like, "You want to fuck all your female friends?" And I'd be like, "No, actually, I don't. Like, I I like their company." They'd be like. Oh, so if you're saying right now, if so and so was like, I want to fuck you, you'd say no, and I'm like, I didn't say I would say no. I'm saying that I don't doesn't think it's like no. If you wouldn't say no, like I think guys look at it like more black and white, yeah, and women look at it more gray, yeah. I'm like, I can be attracted to someone and then not want to fuck them, yeah. And then like if they wanted to fuck me, I might have a weak moment or whatever. I think that's more so that's how, more how, female, that's more female, yeah. Mm. And that's how I still look at it. Dude, I was at this party one time, and this dude wanted to hook up with this chick really bad, and everybody's drunk, and she's like, if you let my friend, who is homosexual, blow you, then I'll fucking hook up with you, right? Yeah. And he's like, all right, you <laughs> wow. know? So this dude blew him, and then she didn't let the oh. fucking dude hook up with her. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, so this that's dude, a fucked up story. Yeah, this dude just got blown. <laughs> did he have a good time? Huh? Did he, did he enjoy himself? I mean, you know. <laughs> It was, uh, I think, 4th of July. That's pretty funny. But the thing is that I remember there was this one game this fraternity played I went up to, and it was at, um, this was in Ithaca, New York. They had a school up there called Cornell or Cornelius? I don't know. Cornelius, maybe? Cornelius Academy. Cornell. Cornell? Which one sounds right? Cornell. Cornell. Okay. Big Red or something was their fucking team name, right? Stupid. But they had this game called Don't Wake the Bunny, and it was they would put take marbles, put them in a dude's ass that was passed oh, out, right? Oh, God. And whoever woke him up oh, was, you know, had to drink or whatever. And I'm like, I don't think that's, <laughs> you know, this guy wakes up and has nine steelies in his ass, yeah. you know? Why isn't that considered gay? That's a very gay thing. <laughs> <laughs> Drawing dicks on your friends' faces and shit, you know? They're calling me gay. That's I'm a party, feminine, dude. That's no. Native American culture, I think. <laughs> That's Native American culture. Yeah. Has um, Chris had a question, too, that we were talking about when I was driving in. Chris, what was that question you wanted to ask? Yeah, I was wondering if you felt, like, more respected inside of the comedy community or, like, just in the regular community since you've come out. Oh yeah, if I'm as respected. Okay, so um I feel like uh people who don't who don't see me perform respect me a lot less. Mm. Like they haven't seen me do comedy yet. I'm like a caricature of a person, but when they see me perform, they do this switch and and they'll make sure they'll say this like it's it's funny every single person says it like wow you're really funny you know what trans has nothing to do with it you're just funny you know fuck trans and fuck you're just a funny person i almost said that yeah like it doesn't even matter and i'm like i didn't say it mattered you know (laughs) you're the one bringing it up so it's like i'll never get a fair assessment Mm. so like um back then when i went on stage right just a little asian dude um little robert yeah little robert would go on stage and people would be people would start laughing already because it's like asian people aren't funny 
So the bar, so the so the bar would be really low. Black, what the fuck? dude, you have this crazy also self hatred for Asian people. Like, if I see Asian people, I usually yeah. think they're pretty funny. Yeah. Japanese people seem like they're asleep but also alive at the same time. But every other type of Asian to me seems really funny. No, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I think. I think that that's a, a a rare assessment of Asian people, though. Like, this is how I feel. Like, if you're if you're Asian, you go on stage. If you can put a complete sentence together, the audience will kind of laugh because they're like, whoa, I didn't know an Asian could put jokes together. <laughs> you know, like that's kind of the racism. But like, it's like you get like a uh, advantage due to racism. And so now I get an extra advantage because I'm trans because they're like, oh, my God, this trans person is actually funny. Like it's it surprises them. So at the end, they're like really blown away. Mm. I think black people have the opposite problem. Like I remember this black guy was at an open mic. And the bartender's like, oh, I think this guy's going to be funny. Yeah. And I'm like, are you saying that because he's black? He goes, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was just like a he was like a brand new comic doing it and for two bombed, weeks. Yeah. And he bombed because he's fucking brand new. Mm-hmm. So like people were like, oh, man, I thought that was going to be like the new fucking Chris Rock or something, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of expectations, I feel like, on black people. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like with basketball, you know, like you see a tall black guy, you're like, that dude definitely plays basketball <laughs> right. or unfortunately works at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's the way it's, you know, there's just, there's definitely some, you know, stereotypes that are out there. I can't believe you thought little Asian, this little, do you think Robert was a cool guy now that you're Robin? No. I think Robert had moments of, I think Robert tried his best, but um, definitely like hurt a lot of people. You know? Like how? Just said mean things when I was mad, you know, when I would be mad at people and not knowing people's boundaries and like, you know, like a girl would block you on, on aim mm-hmm. AIM. I don't know about that, but yeah, I can imagine like, that. yeah, you get blocked and then you get a new <laughs> screen name and be like, why did you block me? Like uh, I would do shit like that, man. It was fucked up. Like Robert. Oh, Oh two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, I'm going to go back to the comedy thing for a second. I think mm-hmm. I got a chip on my shoulder about, you do? about my stand up Cause I think I'm really good. You know, like I don't think I'm great at a lot of things, but I think I'm a great comedian. Mm-hmm. And I, I, one day I wanted to just be that. I don't want it to be like a great trans comedian or mm. a great Vietnamese comedian or whatever. I think that's the biggest chip on my shoulder I have right now. Well, I respect you for being honest about that. Cause I think that that's hard for something to be on, for people to be honest about sometimes is a, to say that we're good about something without, you know, sometimes I battle if like that's my ego talking if I were to say that or if that's a low self-confidence. But to say that, you know, and hear you say that, I respect you saying that. And I agree. Like I saw your comedy and I didn't know what to think of you. Like I didn't know. I met you through Roast Battle. Right. You know, in Roast Battle, for people who aren't familiar, it's where two comedians basically like insult each other right. with yeah. jokes and then judges get to judge. Yeah. And was that when Jim Carrey was there? No. No, no. It was a different night. I think you were there the night I was battling Connor McSpadden. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I was. And and I was like, what? I just never seen anyone like you before. Yeah. You know, and then after that, I went home and watched your comedy and I was like, holy shit, this lady, this lady yeah. is like, uh, this bitch is kind of hardcore a little bit. Yeah. Like transgender is kind of a secondary thing, but it's weird because it's this thing you see first. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not your only thing. Right. Some people... 
and this might be a generalization, I don't give a fuck if it is, really, but they hang their hat on, oh, this is my thing. Right. You know, like, you'll meet gay guys and like, I'm gay, you know, yeah. or black people, and you know, I'm just, you know, I'm, you know, you yeah. know, you know what I'm saying, black power, right. uh, you know, brown power, blacks forever, <laughs> we we can't do it, we all we do is do it, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh, just hold on for a second, guy, yeah. let me get on board here. Or you'll meet a white guy that's just like, you know, fucking white, you know, <laughs> man, this shit, this, you know, we gotta whiten up. You know what I'm saying? Paint your fucking friends white, dude. Yeah. You know, dip somebody in fucking white water. Yeah. Like, what is white water? Yeah. But. I got trans jokes, but they're always like, they're always like, I, I switch the expectation of what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'll say like, um, man, I want to be one of those trans, I want to be a trans woman that just starts shit for no reason. Like, just walk into a <laughs> store and be like, why doesn't your women's restroom have any urinals? <laughs> you know? Like I'll say shit like that. Where it's like that's not a that's not a cool thing to say. You yeah. know, like I think like, it is cool because you're not I'll, take, you're not I'll, taking the normal path of I'll, like I'll be I'll just I'll say something that's evil <laughs> so that the crowd doesn't expect me to just say nice things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll say a lot of evil shit. Oh. I'll, I'll see I'll see if I can turn on to get them to turn on me first, and then I'll do comedy to see to see how to see how good these jokes really are. Well, see that takes me back to a little bit more of like. Do you like it? There's something been something inside of me. I know this in my life that I wanted to make things, and whether I did it consciously or not, that I wanted to make things hard on myself. Yeah, because there was something inside of me that, like, if life wasn't like I was so used to feeling some type of a hurt or some type of an uncomfort, right? That if I didn't keep things there somehow, right? That I wasn't. Like, I wouldn't even know what was going on. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I think if I stayed as Robert, that would have been the harder harder path. Mm. This is the easier path for me. Like, the outside world might be a little tougher, but I feel like I can look at people now, you know, and I'd never give that up. Mm. So so you know, so there's no doubt that, 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 that's a, that, this, that this is your truth. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, because some people, I think, a lot of times we walk around just not knowing, and maybe sometimes for some people it's a gender thing. For some people, it's, I think it could even be like a job thing. You're in a job, and you're like, I don't this, you know, this doesn't fit me, you know. Yeah. But I walk by a paint store every day, and I'm just fucking no. But you know, maybe I want to be a painter. You know, I think, but you know what I'm saying? I think you know people don't know where they fit. No, or but why. I, I still have that. It's just not with the gender thing. I see. Like, you know, I I had this moment about roast battle. Like, I'm like, should I be doing this? Like, because like, am I selling out my my gender for laughs mm-hmm. or or am i being a badass and i'm stepping in you know like i have that moment where i'm like is this cool that i'm doing this and i still like question myself all the time like did i get this opportunity because mm. i'm whatever and it's like and if i take it am i a token but then i think like fuck it you know your life's been tough enough just take it and then like blow them away mm. like like make it so that you got there because of your gender or whatever and then once you're there it's like wow, we should have actually just got you because you were good. You know, it's funny you say that because I think the same exact thing sometimes about, you know, like whenever I started in comedy, I worked in reality television. You know, just as a kid. I mean, I was a kid at school. Right. And I basically won a contest, you know, and ended up on um, on a show. And I felt like that. I didn't even know what I wanted to be or anything. I didn't know that I wanted to be a comedian yet. Yeah. And then people would judge me kind of for that or have a look in their eye or have a thing. You know, and it made it. That's the only thing that drove me for about eight, nine years. Yeah. Was that I'm going to show these people that I'm fucking good. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? I have the same drive, yeah. Because I didn't know that I wanted to be a comedian. Yeah. You know, whatever was going on before that, 
I was a child, 19. I was a teenager, yeah. technically. Yeah. And, you know, but I'm going to show these. Like, it just, that's what put that chip on my shoulder. That's what made me, that was my stand, you know? Yeah. I think it's more like we get doors open for us that wouldn't be normally open. And it's like, that's good. But then they look at you once the door is open. Like, all right, we're just letting you in because... Because we want to see know, you. Yeah, you We just want to take a peek. Yeah. yeah. We almost, almost let you in just because we wanted to judge you. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's how I feel a little bit. And that city, this city's full of that. Yeah. It's gr- It's crazy how gross it is out here sometimes, <laughs> even though it's supposed to be so accepting. Do you notice any of that? Oh, I don't... Well, I don't live in L.A., but whenever I visit, it feels like everyone's trying to get on TV mm-hmm. or, or like everyone is acting like there's a camera already on them. Mm-hmm. I went to the In-N-Out with my girlfriend. <laughs> we were like looking around and we was like, everyone here is dressed up like they're on camera. Like, what the fuck? This is so <laughs> weird. Like everywhere else, like people, it's like one in the morning. You would be dressed in your pajamas or whatever, you know, but that's how, that's what I know. It's a lot of like uh, plastic people. Here. Yeah. Yeah. What did you learn about love from your girlfriend from staying with you through that transition? I learned that uh, if someone, if anything, if if someone loves you enough, they'll stick by you through anything. That's that's like, I don't know. I'm kind of blown away that she stuck with me because I when I came out, I was like, I'm about to throw away my relationship. That's what I thought. Jesus, because pe- people were thinking like. Oh, what was this like a duo thing? Like, you know, she's a feminist. She does a joke about it. Like, people think that like she made me a woman. Mm. <laughs> like, she's like, <laughs> like or whatever. Like a Frankenstein, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. But it it wasn't that at all. Um, no, I just learned that. Um, I don't know it's kind of corny, but like love kind of conquers all. But I also learned that if you love yourself enough, you will throw away everything to be who you are. Mm. The fact that I was able to like come out like and go my mom might not love me anymore my dad might not talk to me anymore and my, my material is going to be gone my, my girl my girlfriend might leave me but like i need to do this right now for me mm-hmm. that's that's what love is to me mm. yeah damn that's powerful it's so hard for us to make choices and that we know are the best for ourselves yeah you that, know that, a, that was an easy one for me it was an easy one it was it was easy as in like I know this is what I got to do, but the consequences were going to be the, the most difficult. Oh, but looking at the stack and the consequences, that's when it really got. Yeah, yeah, it's so hard, man. Sometimes to make the decision that we know is like our the truest for us. Yeah, you know, or even the right decision, like in the face of even little things, like standing up for somebody whenever somebody else is you know fucking with someone and you're or making fun of somebody and you're right there. Yeah, you know, or even like. You know, like when someone's like, oh, do you remember so-and-so or do you know so-and-so? Even if you don't, just being like, you're always like, yeah, oh, yeah, I remember them or I know them. Yeah. You know, it's like we just don't want to be, I don't know if it's wrong. We just, I don't know, are not included. We just, we don't want anything that makes us feel left out. Yeah. No, I hear you. I know what you're saying. I don't know. I I guess I, I guess I'm kind of used to like not being part of a group. Like, I've always been the weird one in the group, every group I've ever been in. Maybe it's on purpose. I don't know. Maybe I'm just pushing people away for no reason. Who knows, right? Like, maybe it's all subconscious. Um, Do you get any clues in any of that ever? Whenever I'm in a group and I get comfortable, I kind of think, like, am I an individual anymore? Like, and and I kind of freak out a little bit. Like, I like hanging out with people one-on-one. But in a group, I get I fucking freak out, dude. Like, I don't want to be part of a group. I want to be my own person. 
And so it's very isolating. It's, well, you, what are you scared of? That the group might what? No, that I might be part of a group and I'm not myself anymore. Like you look at a group, you know, and you can't, right. you can't be like, oh, that person's the best or, or whatever. Right, because it's a group. It's a group. You know, I want to be like an island. Like that's how, that's how fucking good I am. Like I, I transcend all of it. So that's that's kind of a mental illness, I think, is like this narcissism I have, you know, to want to be the best and to want to be the most unique and all that stuff Mm. and to be away from groups. Would you be surprised if something else like so now you've switched into a different gender? If you if, you know, you came up one day and took it to took, you know, found another thing in life that makes us more unique or more rare or more separate. And you chose that as well? Would you be shocked if your brain started to lead you there? Would you then think like, oh, maybe this is a clue that, you know, there's something going on that I'm not seeing? I don't know. And I'm not trying to lead you to that. I'm just, no, no, you know, no. just thinking I, I know, about I hear, it. I hear what you're saying. I think that the fact that transgender is so rare is a coincidence. Like if it was that, if my truth was that I'm gay, which is like kind of more common now, then I would have said that. You know, like if I saw like there is like a group of people who are like they're going to come out and there's even less of them and they're even more oppressed. I, I wouldn't be like, maybe I can do that. You know, I, I, I don't think that that would be the case. Yeah, I, I would. There would be part of me that would be like, man, that would be fucking awesome, man. I can be even more unique. It, of course, that exists. Yeah, but it's not it wouldn't be like I would go through with it or I would feel it or anything. I got a couple questions I wrote down just on the way in. Um, do you have any regrets about about what? About my life? About switching over to being a woman? Nope. Um, do you ever get the feeling that like your body is just like a shell and that there's, that your being is more? Does that make any sense? I wish I did. I hate my body. I yeah? It's fucking gross. Yeah. Did you hate it as much before as you do now? That's no, That hasn't changed, has it? I bet it I hated. I hate it more than I used to. Really? Because I'm more, uh, I'm more critical of myself. Like when I came out, I started noticing all these like pimples on my face. Like, mm. like I didn't give a shit before as a guy. And then as a girl, it's like, oh my God, you got to cover that up. Oh my God, you know, you got to cover up the fat. You got to get clothes that fit well. And, Were you more self-conscious now? Yeah, I'm way more self-conscious now. <laughs> like, like uh, when I feel fat, that's when I wish I was a guy. Because like feeling like a fat girl is like really fucking like awful, you know, because fat girls get treated so horribly. Oh, you ever <laughs> seen a fat girl eat a uh, snow cone in the rain? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, beautiful. <laughs> do you think that because now you're saying like you feel more self-conscious as a woman. Do you feel like there's something inside of you that covets feeling more rare or pushes you towards separation? Yeah, but I don't think that has to do with gender. With gender. Yeah. You think so? The, so you're able to notice, like, okay, this was one thing yeah. that was definite and true and sure. Yeah. And then that these other things are just regular things or, or just other things about me. Yeah. Yeah. I separate those things. Like, Did you ever concern, that, worry that that was one and the same? I feel like that would be a huge concern then, like, holy shit, I just have this ego or something inside of me. No, it never, fe- it never feels that way. I think it's more like, people perceive it that that could be it Mm -hmm. and then i think i i could see where they're coming from and i can't explain to them how that's not the case you know that's the frustration for me is i can't explain how separate they are i think you've done a good job here just talking because it's very it makes i believe it yeah and it's clear and that would be that wasn't a concern however you came in it's just something that i thought about as we're talking okay I remember when I was young my brother and i and there's a photo of us putting on my mother's dress you know because my mother raised us yeah um and we had on my mother's dresses, and uh, 
and he had on, we're on her bed, like just playing as kids, you know. And my brother was very, he had like kind of tan skin. He looked, people called us Mexicans all the time because we had, you know, kind of, you know, a little bit of olive skin. Right. And my brother, my brother was pretty dark. Yeah. They would call us spick and they would use racial slurs and stuff. But I mean, there was nobody around. Yeah. So I was like, fuck. Yeah. You know, you're only get called that because you were basically, you could have been in a fire once and people were like, look at this spick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, those are third degree burns. Okay. (laughs) Like sometimes it's just, just difference. You know, when people don't have anything or they're not, you know, there's such uneducation. Sometimes it's difference that makes people point. Yeah. Um, but I remember I was putting on these dresses of my mother's, and he had the 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 kind of beige one or the pink one, and I had the purple one. Yeah. And I'm fucking, I don't, all I remember is I just remember, man, I bet he wishes he had this purple one. Yeah. And I don't know what that means. I don't know if it means anything. Yeah. Except that I look be, I look pretty good in, in a purple, you know. I always loved pink, man. Did you? Oh, I loved it. I still <laughs> do, man. Like, I, I wore a pink top to, like, the first day of the taping. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's you the did, fir- huh? that's the first. That's the first outfit I bought what you saw that's why i have a special like connection to it have any guys come up to you and or girls come up to you and asked you like uh for like advice in that world yeah it's like how do you do your makeup like how how do you accessorize no advice in, in navigating your like you know your own genes and thoughts and you know uh no i get more asked for advice about just like cosmetic stuff yeah like, yeah 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 it's wild i mean i feel like i'm talking with a woman yeah, because you are, you know. Yeah, I like it, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, we got to do some shows. One of these days, you'll have to come out on the road with me somewhere. I would love to. I would mean, you? I don't, would your crowd like me? You think? Yeah, I think. No. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Chris get, Perez is here, man. He's Latino, dude, I feel, and he's non-practicing pretty much. I always felt like the joke I had. <laughs> <laughs> the joke I had with Theo is that I always like, man, our audiences probably hate each other. You know what I mean? Like, like the audience that likes me probably doesn't like you, and the audience that likes you probably doesn't like me. I mean, like, we both have bad hair, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, my hair looks great. I mean, no, yeah, no, no, it looks better than mine. But yeah, when, least, when, yeah. when, when people saw the picture of us together, like, they were like, in what fucking universe are these two hanging out? <laughs> so, that, that, you know, I would love to, man. I'd love to go on the road and do comedy and stuff, yeah. Well, good, because right, I'd love to take you out there sometime. Do you feel like other like diverse people, like black people, are like, oh fuck, this bitch trumps us? You know what I'm saying? Do you ever get that? I feel like white guys look at me that way. Yeah, I think it's like I don't want to say it's a hard time for white guys in comedy, but I'm going to say it's not really a commodity as it used to be, right? <laughs> like people are looking for diversity now. Yeah, but who who knows how long that'll last? Well, it's what made me think either. Like we need somebody that's diverse and that's unique. Yeah. And I was thinking, well, who would look kind of unique to me? Who would come across as smarter than me? Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe this girl Robin Tran would do it. Yeah. And then like, is her real last name really Tran? Well, I couldn't remember your last name. And yeah. then I'm like, it's it's Tran. Yeah. Uh, which well, well, that's one of my first jokes. Is yeah. That, yeah. It's, it's my real name. You know, it's not like you don't have to look far for clues. Huh? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't just come out for the pun, you know, like he's going to jeopardize everything for a pun. That's a long way for a joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thanks for coming here and just sitting in and chatting with us and thinking about stuff. Of course, man. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. Let's do it. Uh, let's do it again soon. Yeah, sure. I'd love to. Um, cool. We'll put all Robin's links and everything at the bottom of the episode. Okay. And uh, I'll see you guys this week. I'm going to be in New Jersey. Um, I'll see you guys there. And what else? I think that's it. As always, f- uh, thank our sponsor, Gray Block Pizza. And anything else, Chris? No, that's it. Cool, thanks, man. Yeah, we don't have uh, Chris mic'd up, but we'll get him mic'd up next time. 
Uh, and thank you guys for listening. Robin, thanks so much. Thanks so much for having me, man. Yeah, I'll thank see you. you later. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite, and welcome to Kite Club, a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's a deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Jermaine. Hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. Sorry, sir, but our ice cream machine is broken. I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.